You can't win them all. Not in Minnesota, anyway. This is Locked On Nuggets. You are Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Nuggets, your daily Denver Nuggets podcast, part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining us and making us your first listen. Appreciate you guys being with us here on a Thursday morning, Thursday morning, and joining us if you're joining us on the live show. Just folks still hanging out with me. I can't believe it. I popped down here at 11.45 after the Lakers and the Clippers played an overtime game. I was like, all right, I may not even like promote this because nobody's going to join, and yet we still got folks hanging out with us in the live show. If you want to be part of that crew, just go to youtube.com slash locked on nuggets, subscribe, turn on notifications, and you too can be part of the fun in our live shows. But if you're listening to us on the podcast forum, appreciate you guys being with us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Reviews are always appreciated. On today's show, we'll talk about the, the Nuggets lose. Wah, wah. First loss of the season to the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll get into the reasons why. We'll get into why it's hard to be vexed, even though there may be a few more coming. Um, we'll talk about Minnesota's specific challenge that they present to the Nuggets uh, this season. And uh, we'll take a little bit of a look around the entire conference a little bit later on. So I do want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Hey, make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets when with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Uh, comment section, just checking in. Big Honey says, ugly loss, but I'm by no means mad. What a difference a year makes. What a difference a title makes. A year ago, I would have be I would be dealing with Fire Malone, and why does KCP exist? And um, probably no criticism of the bench because they're all young and everyone likes young players. Um, I will talk later about some of the problems with that bench. Um, Jamal is just off tonight. Look, we can start there. Um, Wolves play great defense. Probably where we should start. Grace says that's probably where we should start. Wolves play great in this game. Um, Wolves win 110-89. The Never Nuggets scored 89 points in this one. Uh, not a banner night for the Nuggets who have been so dominant. I got to be honest with you. And I kind of like hinted at this after the, the previous game that this one was pretty predictable. Like it's not hard to see this one coming. So they the Nuggets played on Friday and they weren't great versus Memphis. Then they played on Sunday and they were great versus OKC. I thought they were actually pretty good versus Memphis, but um, Malone didn't think so. And then on Monday, they were real rough. Like that that was a nondescript game in which that opponent simply was never going to beat them at home. Like the Jazz are not equipped to beat them at home. Okay. During the postgame press conference, Malone listed off all of the things that were bad. Fourth quarter defense, transition defense, turnovers being a problem. All of these things all the way down. And he said, you know, I'd rather work on these things after a win than a loss. And in that press conference, I almost stood up and yelled BS on him. Um, I would not do that because that would be extremely rude. But, like, no, he wouldn't. I know he wouldn't. 
And then the reason I know that Malone does not want to have situations where they play badly and win is because they will not self-correct. And I want to be clear, this is not a Nuggets thing. The Nuggets have been very emblematic of it over the years. But it's not like limited to this group. Anytime you have this group of athletes just trying to get through 82 games, if there isn't something to force them to change, they're not going to. Because it's just, it's 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 too much effort to try and be that intense and up and down. You have to be so even keeled. And so what kind of happens is like you settle into this groove. And if you start to slide like a little bit, if you start to veer off, if you're off center a little bit, if you're winning, there's nothing really to force you to be like, oh, I need to balance that out a little bit. You're just like, well, you got the job done. Can't be that bad. And that's just how it is. And that was very evident with how they played in Minnesota um, in that, it is easy to chalk this up to shooting. And I don't think that that's incorrect to chalk this up to shooting. Could Denver have won this game if they just shot better? Yes. They could have won this game uh, if they shot better. Grace says, I knew they'd lose today, so I'm fine. Pro- props to Grace. Um, they shot 6 of 33 for three-point range for 18%. And they shot 39.6% from the field. They also missed three free throws. Like it was a bad shooting for sure. Jamal, I think started 0 of nine. I mean, it was nightmarish. He wound up five of 16. Joker's going to get a pass because he finished with 25 points, 10 rebounds and three assists and probably would have had more assists if anyone could hit the bottom of uh, hit water. If they fell out of a boat, but Joker had 25 points on 23 shots. That's not his usual standard of efficiency. Right? Like he goes 11 of 23. He shoots less than 50% from the field. It's the bar is high for Nicola because it has to be. You have to judge him based off of what he's capable of. Right? Like you can't be like, well, you know, for most players, that's a good game. Yeah, but Nicola's not most players. Uh, and once again, five turnovers. And we'll talk about that, I think, in the second segment. Um, Denver could have won this game better with that. Denver could have won this game with better defense. Um, Aaron Gordon picked up three fouls early and just never got into a rhythm. He only played 18 minutes in this game. He played 18, 27. And, you know, I don't think AG was effective. I don't think anyone's effective versus Anthony Edwards for this team who finished with 24 points on eight of 16 shooting, um, two boards, one steal. Uh, Sorry, two boards, one assist, two steals for Anthony Edwards. Um, Mike Conley got to the rim. He was seven of nine. Like Mike Conley shot seven to nine in this game. Mike Conley is long in the tooth and he shot that well. Uh, cat didn't shoot well. He was seven of 19, but I thought cat battled and played a really good game. This is one of the better, more balanced games. Cats played against Jokic, uh, did not overcommit, did not overplay him, did not pick up stupid fouls. Um, wasn't sloppy with the ball. Only one turnover. Like cat was plus 22 in this game. And some of that's because he absolutely destroyed some of the second unit players. We'll talk about those guys a little bit later. In general, you know, it's hard to be like, oh, no, four and one. What a disaster. Um, You know, Ian says, I think this loss is partially an overconfidence loss. I I think in part it's just because they didn't correct themselves to play as well as they have. And to play as well in the way that they have is even harder, right? Because they play precision and all these types of things. The Wolves are also legitimately a tough matchup. And one of the reasons is 
all of the talk about like the Rui defense was really we I think in Denver we kind of identify as the PJ Tucker defense, right? Because that's when it started is Tucker guards Jokic and B guards the rim. The Wolves can do that better than anybody because of the the size of their two guys. They can flip off between Gobert and Towns. And Towns did a pretty good job on Jokic tonight. It's one of the reasons Jokic took a lot of threes. I knew Jokic was going to take a lot of threes. I actually bet that Jokic would take a lot of threes and he couldn't get one more home for me. One more for my same game parlay on the NBA bet stream. One more, homie. Um, I'm never going to, I'm never going to complain to an athlete about his performance in a bet from a betting standpoint. It's my fault for not being like, yeah, they're going to be flat is what I should have done. Um, they played back a little bit and, you know, Jokic tried to open him up from the perimeter, but they took away, they take away the passing lanes. The Nuggets don't get easy stuff. And that was like number one on the Wolves board was do not let them get easy stuff. And they have such size and physicality. And they have defenders like Jaden McDaniels and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Like, I really like this Wolves team. I liked it coming into – I liked it last year before they got hurt. And then I really liked it coming in, into this season. I think they're going to be really good. Now, does that mean that I would take the Wolves over Denver in a seven-game series? Obviously not. Does it mean that I, I think that I would take the Wolves uh, to win, to push it to six games or seven games? Pro- probably not, right? I still think Denver's fastball is better. But they are a legitimate tough matchup for them. And Denver has admitted that. Like Bruce Brown's talked about that. And the rest of the Nuggets would say the same thing um, if you got them on true serum. They would absolutely. On the other side, I want to talk about the turnovers because it, it is getting to be a little out of hand. And that's kind of a problem. We'll also talk about where Jamal's at. Um, and a little bit on MPJ as well. We'll do that on the other side on Locked on Nuggets. First, I need to tell you about FanDuel Sportsbook. Scores early this season was FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money blind bet. I had the under in tonight's game, and that cashed. So that was nice. Um, that was a really fun bet to have. I also had Nas Reed over points and rebounds because I th- think the Nuggets legitimately have a second unit issue with rebounding, and they do. Uh, they don't crash enough. They get back, but they don't crash at all. They don't pick up offensive rebounds. Um and I had Anthony Edwards over points and, reba- and rebounds, and that one didn't hit because he didn't really rebound much because everybody else did for the Minnesota Timberwolves. But they, you can get 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Love the Suns tomorrow night. Uh, teams in their spot where they lost that previous game and then are home and they're favored in both do really well. They win 77% of the time since 2003. This app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options. You can bet spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We'll be right back on Locked on Nuggets. Back here on Locked on Nuggets. Thanks for joining us and making this part of your day. Appreciate you guys being with us. On a Thursday, uh, we'll have probably a later show today um, in the afternoon on Thursday. And then Adam and Swipe will be with you on Friday. And I think we're probably going to do a post-game reaction show to the Friday night game. First tournament game versus the Mavericks. By the way, I like the Nuggets in a bounce back spot there. Um, Snow Wolf says, why did AG only play 18 minutes? We need to get more minutes out of the starters. So part of that, the reason was... Okay, so part of the reason was foul trouble. They picked up three, he picked up three fouls early. 
to, I will say this, Malone seemed to figure out pretty quickly this was not going to go the way they wanted. Um, the second half rotations, to me, were very indicative of a guy that was like, hey, let's try some stuff out. Like, uh, let's see how this goes. Because I want to see what this looks like with these guys. Um, you had an extended period with Zeke Naji running with the starters. You had extended minutes with Christian Brown with the starters as well. Like in the second half, um, they had lineups of they ran out like they they ba- they started to bail a little bit early, like 137. But there was Christian, Jokic, KCP, Reggie, and Peyton. And that's like at the 330 mark of the third quarter. That's not like that's not the normal rotation. That's not what you do when you're trying to win. Because the starters hadn't been able to make a big enough dent. The starters were minus 14 to start the game. Like they dug a 14 point hole at the beginning of the game. And then uh the Zeke Naji with the when Zeke came in because Aaron had foul trouble, that lineup went minus eight and they weren't able to make any traction. And so basically what you had was you had one bad stint to begin with the starters. And anytime that Jokic is a minus, you're probably going to lose the game. So you had one bad stint with the starters in the beginning. Second quarter wasn't good enough. Third quarter wasn't good enough. And that was it. You know, and they just, there wasn't any punch there for them to be really be able to feel like, okay, we can get back into this. They put starters back in the fourth quarter kind of to see like, Hey, maybe we can get some momentum. Like maybe we could push this out a little bit. Uh, like nine minute mark is Porter, Jokic, Murray, Gordon, and Strother. But again, like why is Strother in for KCP? And, and he's getting guys minutes because they're playing five and seven. You know, the Nuggets, this was five and seven for them. They played Friday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. They're playing again Friday. They're playing again Saturday. They're in between sets of three and four days. This is a three and four in the middle of a set of three and four days. So he's obviously, I think, um, all that is kind of a, of a thing there. Um, my only concern is the media chewing up the nuggets when the respect just started, but a Mavs win save them. I wouldn't worry about it. I think they've, they won the title. So they get a little bit of, they get a little bit of breathing room uh, for a little bit. Grace says the opening schedule is brutal. It's like that for most teams. And the reason is, so here's what's really messed up though. Okay. I looked at it. None of the tournament nights in November on Tuesdays or Fridays starts on this Friday. None, none of the schedule nights on Tuesday and Friday. Uh, are back-to-backs. None of them. That's a good thing, right? Because you actually get good games on the tournament nights. If we're going to do this thing, let's actually have them be games that theoretically the teams can play in. But they have this, they have a higher number of back-to-backs in November than December, collective as a, as a league. It's weird. Um, back to this game. So AG doesn't play much. I think that there was a lot of like, hey, let's see what these other things kind of look like. They do some some rest. He's not um, being as effective as they want to be anyway, so it's kind of okay. The turnovers are getting to be a little bit of an issue. And look, it's Jokic, and he's dominant, right? He's the most dominant player in basketball. He's the best player in basketball. I have a hard time being like, yes, five five turnovers in 29 minutes and 58 seconds. Five turnovers in 30 minutes is okay. Nine the other night it's getting a little bit out of hand and they're not all on Jokic. Like sometimes it's miscommunication. They're still work ironing out whatever they're sloppy. They're not focused, whatever. 
it is just kind of a little bit of an issue where they give up, especially the thing that killed them tonight that hasn't in the past. The bench unit has been so good about covering up turnovers and getting back and not preventing transition points. The Wolves had 22 points on 16 turnovers forced tonight for Denver. That's a really high mark per possession, right? If you've got that's 1.375 points per possession off turnovers, that's high. To compare that, the Wolves had 14 turnovers as a team. So they only had two more. They had, the, the Nuggets only had two more turnovers than the Wolves, but the Wolves generated 10 more points off of turnovers than Denver did. Denver only generated 12 points on 14 turnovers. Um, and that was kind of the problem is that they're pick sixes and these type of things. And the Wolves were just more forceful in getting back. I thought the defense was really good. Uh, Big Honey says, yeah, turnovers have always killed us. Jokic has always kind of pointed this out that they've always been a turnover team. And it's not like he wants it to be, but it's it's also it's impossible for the Nuggets to play the style that they do and not produce turnovers in an A2 game season. Like They're always going to have turnovers. I'm just saying, like, you got to figure out ways to tone these down a little bit because you're just you can't be giving the, other, the opponent 22 points and essentially freebies. You're never gonna you're gonna have a hard really hard time making up that differential, um. So that's that's I think part of the equation here too. Uh, Rain of uh, Kandak says, didn't the Wolves get a perfect free throw percentage with twenty seven points? Insane too. Yeah, so that's part of the equation here too. Is uh, they shot twenty six of twenty seven, which is really high, but they also didn't shoot great from three. They shot eight of twenty one from three point range. Like Towns went one of four. He can shoot better than that. Um. And Ant went one of four. He can shoot better than that from three. Nuggets were atrocious. Jokic was one of six. MPJ was 0 of five, back to not being able to hit water. And you can tell that the frustrations are real. He hit like a mid-range turnaround, but didn't really do anything. Um, did get five boards in 25 minutes. So that's a step in the right direction for him. Uh, hard to tell if he's if the rotation is kind of smoothed out with him after the weirdness of Monday. Um Nobody I thought was was all that good. We'll talk about the bench here in a second because there were some issues I thought with the specific matchup that were created. So, which is why it was a weird time to get different guys burn. Um, Jamal seemed to settle down once he got a free throw to drop. Like he was missing free throws, which Jamal never does. He's a ninety percent free throw shooter, and he he got one in, and then he went on a little bit of a spurt. So I kind of think we're going to see probably a bounce back game from Jamal on Friday's game. Uh, because he really was that bad to start and then kind of got it going a little bit. He was 0 of 3 in, he was 0 of 6 in the first quarter, 0 of 3 in the second quarter. Like he started 0 of 9 and then was 5 of 7 second half. So I think he probably broke whatever it was that was going on with the shot and he'll probably settle down and play better on Friday's game. I have a feeling that they're probably not circling. I think they they will bring a requisite amount of attention to detail and effort and intensity. I, in large part, I got to tell you guys, the sense I get is that they want to kind of repeat last year's model, which is destroy everyone at home, beat the bad teams on the road. That that gets you to 50 plus pretty easy. Now, I'm not saying they gave up on this game. The Wolves took it. The Wolves outplayed them. You know, they've never wanted to win. And the Wolves outplayed them. They played great tonight. That's a very tough defensive team. They got some real contributions from their guys. 
but I do think the Denver's intensity level is you're always going to have different games that you're focused on in the regular season. And I do kind of expect them to have better focus on Friday, especially now after they lost, like, to be honest with you, um, I would probably lean towards Mavericks if they won this game. If Denver had won this game, I lean towards Mavericks because they wouldn't have learned their lesson probably. Right. Unless they like came out and, and play like they did in the OKC game, but it's hard on the road. So, um, Greg Uden says it's not like they were wild passes, just not taking care of the ball. It's true. They're having some problems, I will say, with communicating to to Joker when doubles are coming. Teams are throwing different ones at him, and it's causing some interceptions that probably need to get cleaned up in terms of offensive communication, which is rare. But Joker's usually able to figure out, like, sense those on his own, and he's had a hard time kind of picking them up. Um, again, I don't think... I don't think that Joker was the reason they lost tonight. You know, he was the best player offensively. He just was. Uh, I think the turnovers are a problem. I think defense was not good enough. And they didn't shoot very well. But they were sloppy, as Dragutin says. Like, they, they were sloppy in this game. And they were sloppy in Monday's game. They were very sharp in Sunday's game. So, look, they they messed around and found out, right? And now they've got real reason to course correct in the day off between now and Friday's two game set between the Dallas Mavericks in the first tournament game and Saturday night's back to back versus the bulls. And then they have a day off and then they play again on Monday because <laughs> the schedule is freaking brutal. Um, on the other side, I want to talk about the bench a little bit and just some of the stuff that probably we can chill a little bit out on. We'll talk about that on the other side on Locked on Nuggets. Final segment here on Locked on Nuggets. Thanks for joining us late night on a Thursday. Hope you guys are having a great week. We'll be with you for two more episodes during this week, and then we'll probably hit you with a post-game episode after Friday's game versus the Mavericks. And then Adam and I will recap the two-game set on Sunday on World's Finest. So let's talk about this. Um, there were sequences where, for whatever reason, and I got to go back and I got to do film work on it to understand what the mechanisms were. Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, Zeke Nazi, Julian Strother all got switched onto Carl Anthony Towns, and he was beasting them for free throws. And that's a bad matchup. So, whether it was like wanting to see test drive those matchups, or miscommunication, that's definitely something I think to clean up. Zeke played in that power forward spot, and there was kind of like talk of Zeke having a breakout game. Um, I thought he was much better in some of the other games. He was four of nine tonight for nine points, like nine points on nine shots for Zeke. Uh, he had a three. He had two offensive rebounds. That's good again. Had five boards total in 17 minutes. That's really good. Like, Nine and five for Zeke in 17 minutes is pretty impressive. He probably would have racked up more, more had it not been such a blowout that he, that Malone went to his deep, deep, deep bench with Braxton key and Jalen Pickett, et cetera. Hunter Tyson got minutes. I will say this. I didn't, I did not like the minutes with Zeke at four next to, to Joker. And I don't know whether that's just this matchup. It might just be this one where it's like, I don't want to see Zeke. Jokic versus Towns Gobert. The physicality was a bit much for them. And in particular, I think that this team is a real kind of rough matchup for Zeke because 
Nas Reed is a beast too. Like these guys are just all really physical dudes. For all the complaints about Gobert and all the complaints about Towns, those two guys and Nas Reed have real muscle to them. Those are big dudes. And I thought the Najee got a little bit overwhelmed by that. I understand wanting to see it with AG in foul trouble. Just like, hey, let's see what this looks like. If AG needs a game off, does not does can Zeke fill in at four? And I'm not sure he can. Ian also says Peyton Watson also struggled against Nas. Totally agree. Nas took him and was like really physical with him. And this is one of the problems with that bench. Is I think they'll do well versus teams that are sloppy where they can force turnovers and versus teams that are slow. But the Wolves aren't slow necessarily. They're methodical, but that's different. Um, the Wolves are one of the few teams that can really match Denver's physicality and size. And in particular, without Jeff Green and Bruce Brown, the Nuggets are not as physical on the bench as they were last year. They're more athletic, right? Like Peyton Watson can make plays, Jeff can't anymore. And, Jeff, and Peyton's had a great start to the season. But both Zeke and Peyton, I think, are going to struggle with some of these really physical dudes that have that old man strength or just man strength in Nas's case. And that I think is, um, was pretty evident in this one tonight. I don't love the Zeke. Not, I think part of the reason I don't love it is just where the nuggets have kind of evolved to Zeke stands out a little bit at the four spot because he doesn't bring hyper athleticism and great cutting. Like there, he was just a little bit lost there. He also doesn't necessarily play a lot with those units anymore. Like he'll play with Jokic sometimes, but he's very rarely played with the starters. And that's maybe the benefit of this, which is like Malone's like, yeah, I, I want to see what that looks like or give Zeke some time with them to understand what it looks like in case he needs to play with them. And both those things are, are definitely possible. But I did think that I wasn't crazy about how that looked. Um, I think in general, um, I don't think the bench was great in this one. They weren't terrible. They were better than the starters, right? Like Zeke's a minus six, whereas, you know, KCP's a minus 20 in this one in 26 minutes. It was just a rough night uh, for the starters, and they're going to lose most games like that. But I did think it was notable to me that Julian Strother kind of got a little bit more run. He had one particularly egregious shot. The last shot that he took, which was like from 35 feet out, was a pretty bad one where the Nuggets were trying to get some sort of momentum back, and he basically put up an early shot clock 35-footer. And that was that that's not the one, right? And that's mostly just like trying to get something going and feeling confident in yourself. But it is a uh it is a tough one. I will say I'm pretty proud of the fan bases in general. Now, this is the only the first loss. If they were to lose more, people would probably become frustrated and pinpoint various people. But look, um, rotations were all over the place, which to me is more of an indication with where Malone's been at. If the rotations are weird, it's that I think that's probably on purpose. And you could say, well, well, Gordon got in foul trouble. Yeah, but Gordon didn't foul out, right? Like AG finished uh, with four fouls. He had two more on the deck. And they still managed his minutes. And they managed KCPs. None of the starters played more than 29 minutes. That was Jokic. Jokic played almost 30. I will say that he's getting pretty deep in the clock already on Jokic. That's one thing. On the back-to-back, -back, he was playing pretty. He played pretty heavy minutes, and in this one, he gets the thirty minutes even without garbage time. And so they're already pretty deep in the clock on Yoke and got to figure out ways to 
survive that, especially the bench has been good overall. You might have to just like live a little bit more with these minutes though. Um, I feel pretty confident Jamal's going to bounce back. I feel pretty confident the Nuggets will tighten up things between now and Friday. I'm expecting a much better Aaron Gordon game on Friday. And yeah, I had to lose sometime. And I will also say this. You don't want to be the defending champion that gets off to this huge, huge start. Like again, Denver's always at its best when it's under the radar. Let everyone talk about the Clippers or the Suns or whoever else is hot. The Mavericks right now are the it team, right? They're undefeated. Think about that. The Nuggets are the <laughs> have more losses than the Mavericks heading into the game on Friday. So we'll see what they look like, what that how that happens. Um, and we'll see where they go from there. Okay. We'll be back later on Thursday with a big picture look at the Nuggets as well as around the league. Friday, you got Adam and Swipa handling their business. And then we'll be back with you with a post game for Friday's show. Friday's game. Hope you guys have yourselves a great week. We'll see you guys again next time on Locked on Nuggets.